0: encourage you to again take notes if you have if you want to if but i would encourage that encourage encourage, encourage you remember something more if you take notes and then you can bring it back sunday morning with you um if you have questions you can note them down and we are going to do our best to get to them uh and if at any time you do have a question if you just raise your hand um we will do our best to get to you i'll probably jot you down uh I have the honor of facilitating this. Pastor, asked me to, Pastor Lily asked me to facilitate this. So we're going to dive right in. We've been in this Art of Neighboring sk- series uh, the last few Wednesdays. We've been discussing how to love your neighbor. and I printed it twice. Go to my next page. Uh, so we're going to dive into this first question here, and I'm excited these guys are anxious to take off here. What does it look like? love your neighbor as thyself? What does it look like to love yourself?
1: Well, I'll start, kind of get you guys going. Uh, You know, as we were singing that song uh, right there, I was thinking, like, really, it all comes down to the fact that He loves us, and because He loves us, I can love myself. Uh, A lot of times the world, you know, will say, well, you did this, you did that, you made these mistakes, and this is who you are, and... You know, you're all these things. And uh, God says, well, I'm, I'm going to love you even in all your stuff. And so, knowing that he loves me unconditionally allows me to love myself. That's the base of everything, if you ask me. Um, understanding how he loves me gives me the ability to look at myself and say, You know, God who is perfect and pure and holy and no mistakes or anything in him, he still loves me. So I can love myself. I can love myself. It's okay.
2: So let me just say this is the most intimidating thing on the face of the earth. (laughs) Um, But when I looked at this, I had to go back to uh, when we went through the story of um, in Luke 10 when the guy was laying beside the road and nobody stopped except for the third person. The lawyer had stood up and asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? By the end of the story, J- Jesus asked him who was the neighbor. And the guy said the um, person, I don't remember all the names, so please forgive me, but the guy that helped him, wrapped his wrapped his wounds, took him to the end and took care of him. What really stood out to me was um, the, he didn't point out who your neighbor was. He pointed out who was the neighbor. Everybody is your neighbor, but are you a neighbor? Are you doing what a neighbor should be doing? All those other people passed by him. That was their neighbor as they passed by, but they weren't the neighbor. And, and, I, and the more I thought about as we love ourselves, if I'm hurting, I'm bleeding, I will, I will take care of it myself. I will wrap it. I will make the pain go away. I will try my best. It's automatic for me to love me, I feel like. I will automatically feed myself when I get hungry. I will automatically take care of what's hurting when I'm in, in pain. <laughs> to be a neighbor, are we willing to feed The people we meet. Are we willing to clothe the people we meet? Are we willing to? They have a burden. Are we willing to wrap that up for them, like we would ourselves? That's.
0: Way in, Selena, Brian,
3: Lily. friends (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I guess I kind of think along those same lines as Marlene just like how would you want to be treated and in that yeah yeah I agree
0: Ryan, you or Lily want to follow up on that?
1: I mean, yeah, you, you, um,
0: okay. I mean, you kind of covered everything that I could think of. Yep. And there you have it. What youth class looks like.
4: have much more to add I feel like Marlene kind of hit the home run um the bible says love not in um to love indeed love not somebody give it to me thank you indeed and in truth and so I feel like I can say I love you but my words are gonna but my actions will show you whether or not I love you and so that's really, I feel like in the world, love is an emotion, love is a feeling. We're in, in the body of Christ, for God to so love the world that he gave. Love is an action, love is a choice. And so um, to choose to love yourself, it's, it's a choice. You have to choose to love others, you have to choose to love yourself, and what that looks like, it's not just saying like, yeah, I, I do, it's doing as well as saying.
0: That's good. Uh, you know, in thinking about this, uh, what it looks like to love yourself. Um, what, so American culture, right? It's, there's such a, uh, a, a tax, if you will, on mental health. Um, and so this really weighs heavy in my mind when I think of this next question. And that is what words of encouragement. Now, the last chapter of the book of Art of Neighboring, we talked about uh, there was four things there. One of those four things was receiving and how it takes real true humility to, re- to actually receive. And uh, so in thinking about all this, what kind of words of encouragement do you give to somebody Who's struggling to receive love? So if someone's struggling, let's say they're battling things with mental health or or they're battling things with uh, maybe they an- have anxiety or depression or something like that. What kind of how how do we open up? Uh, how do we help them open up to see that they, they are loved? How do we get them to receive that? So uh, like they are enough because they think that uh, they're not enough to like be loved or that like they, they didn't deserve it.
1: For me, I always like to go back to the words, just like the whole thing I started with like. If I can help somebody to see see themselves the way God sees them, then it's a lot easier for them to be able to love themselves when they when they realize that God loves them just the way they are. Um, it's a lot easier for them, you know. If God can love you, then you can love yourself, right? Um, and so. I always try to push it back to the word, like all this. As I was thinking about it, you know, I I was thinking back through my own life, like how all the different ways I tried to find uh, love from people, and all the things I used to try to bridge that gap, and uh, none of that stuff worked, right? But when I realized how much God loved me, um, it just changed the whole way I looked at myself. Like, it, it, like, I do have worth. Why? Because he says I have worth. And so you have worth. Why? Because he says you have worth. Um, you can be loved, and you can love yourself. Why? Because he loves you. And uh, if he can love you, then you can love.
2: I guess I feel like when you don't see, if you're the one struggling, struggling to receive love, when you don't when you don't notice that you have a problem as far as you're in your anxiety and you don't recognize that, it's hard to let someone give you something to help that. Like there's been times when I've dealt with anxiety, But it was all, it's not in your head. I'm not saying that. But once I was able to recognize the problem and someone spoke something to me, you're able to take that and use it to help your situation. So if someone's in that, I feel like to encourage them, they have to realize the value of why they don't ever, they don't realize the value that God has on them. They formed them. They, they were good. He wouldn't have made them without that. But they have to recognize that. And I don't. I I guess that doesn't really answer the question. But I don't. I don't.
1: That's. I was thinking, like, there's also like little things we can do that are very practical to help people, to encourage them, right? Like, how many of you have ever gotten a text? in a moment of a day when you're going through and somebody just says, hey, I was thinking about you. I said a prayer for you. and They send you a scripture or something, just something random, and you're like, I needed that. And, uh, you know, that's something that's so, that we can do that's so easy to help just encourage people, you know? Um, uh, I think as humans, we tend to be <clears throat> a little more critical, most of us. And so, you know, uh, just um, letting people know when you see that they're doing well, or you see that they've made a good choice or they, have you know, whatever, um, just helping, encouraging them that, that to keep doing what they're doing, you know, and, and, and uh, um, keep going on. I, I, there's a lot of, I think, simple, practical things that we can do to help that if we're just intentional about it. I'll be honest, I'm not the best at that. Um, uh, and it's something I know I, I, I keep telling myself I need to do more of. And um, I'm trying, you know, so when somebody pops in my head randomly in the middle of the day, I'll say a prayer for them. And maybe I'll shoot them a text. I'll be like, hey, how you doing? And that's it. You know, something super simple, you know. Um, sometimes those people are like, man, I got all this stuff going on and I can then talk with them. Or sometimes they're like, everything's great. And I'm like, hey, all right, I was just thinking about you. So I said a prayer for you. You know, those are some, I think, simple things that we can encourage people to let them know that they're cared for, you know. Uh, I think caring for people will help people be encouraged to uh, recognize that they do have worth and that they can love themselves. I
4: know it says what words of encouragement, but I feel like sometimes people just need to be heard And so um, I've heard we have two ears and one mouth and there's a reason why. (laughs) And So listening, learning to to actively listen and not listen with like, what am I gonna say next? Uh, Learning to be present. You know, when I think of Job, Job went through the hardest trial of his life and his friends were really quick to offer their advice. Uh, And that's sometimes hard to like just listen, just be present. Um, I mean, the Bible does say life and death is in the power of the tongue. Oftentimes, the things that people are most good at are their giftings, and they don't see it because they're good at it. (laughs) And so I try to call, like, girl, you're so good at hospitality. And they're like, what? I just cooked up this fine cuisine like nothing. (laughs) And so, like, whatever you notice, um, especially because there's not one person that's good at everything. And so I feel like you know, we are here to compliment one another. And oftentimes it's things that I'm not good at that I recognize like, man, that person's really good at that. And so trying to speak that into people's life.
3: I feel like when we are struggling, we almost feel like, like we are a mistake and we kind of put our own value on ourselves. But I almost like, I agree with Lily Just sometimes even listening, and not listening to say something, but just listening so they know that they are heard, and that you do care.
2: And going off of that, I feel like, don't give up. Like, even if they reject your love of whatever you do, or like, no, not tonight, just keep keep going with them. Prove uh, prove it to them that they're worth your time, your energy, your listening ears, your whatever.
0: Which is so powerful. Uh, when you guys were talking, I kept thinking of that uh, book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And in there, Dale Carnegie says one, uh, well he, I think he says it a few times, but he says, uh, if you... If you talk to someone about themselves, they'll listen for hours. If you talk to someone about themselves, they'll listen for hours. How true is that? Like when we just listen, they will talk our ears off. (laughs) And it makes them feel valued. That's such a great point. Uh, Listening makes someone feel valued. Uh, I'm going to stop here for a second. Does anybody have... Uh, anything, any input or any questions up to this point? And it's silence. No one? Here we roll. Is this interesting? Is this interesting? Okay. All right. There's a few of you that think it's interesting. That's good. Um,
4: Tony, can I add one thing? Sorry, Um, I think the other thing that happens, too, is like when you're, I feel like whenever you're in depression, anxiety, whatever it is, like you're kind of in a cloud, in a fog, and sometimes you don't even know, (laughs) you don't even know what's in there until you like verbally process that and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just said that, I can't believe I'm even feeling that, I can't believe I'm even thinking that. So. I'm so thankful and grateful for friendships that you can, I don't wanna say dump, but like you can give them your rough draft because then at that point in time, like um, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. And so you don't even know, it doesn't have to be sin, but sometimes it might be that off thought of like, oh, I don't know, the Holy Ghost just has a way of checking me of whenever I say something out loud and I'm like, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) So just to be aware of our words as we're speaking um, and to be sensitive when God kind of, I don't know, gives you that little nudge of like, did you really just say that? Does that line up with my word?
0: (laughs) That's good. Um. Okay, we'll move on to three. This is it, it's kind of in line with the first question, but then again, um, so what are your thoughts on the line often used? You can't love someone until you love yourself. Is it possible to love someone? Uh, I actually, it's really interesting. I started. I, I so I went to Google on this. Because um, this question really interests me. And it was so controversial, I couldn't believe it. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts on the line? We might split 50-50 right down the middle, you guys. No. What are your thoughts in, on the line that is often used? You can't love someone until you love yourself. Can you love, not love yourself but yet love someone else? Is that possible? And how? Is this a deep question? Loving someone, so if you don't love yourself, if I don't have that so going back to what you said earlier, Marlene, if I don't have that concern, that care, that love for Tony, Pastor, you said that worth. I love that word worth. If, if I don't have that worth for Tony, can I turn around and love Selena?
1: I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of all kinds of scenarios, right? I've got all these different scenarios running through my head, and I, I, I guess the more I think about it, like, I guess there could be moments uh, where you could show love to somebody where, you know, I mean, I, I've known a lot of people in my life, and even myself, and um, can't say that we loved ourselves back then, and, but yeah, we did good for other people at times in moments, And so I think we showed care, you know, sometimes. Uh, But I think to do it consistently, you'd have to really love yourself to be able to give it back. It's the thought of, I can't give what I don't have. You know, I I gotta have some kind of recognition of self-worth of myself, love of myself, that um, then I can share with other people.
2: So in Ephesians, it talks about uh, man, love your wife as your own self. And right after that, it says, for there has not been one man that hates his own flesh. So going back to what I said the first time around, it's automatic to love yourself in the physical to make sure that you have what you need. I go to work and work a job so that I can eat. If I'm hungry, I'm going to go do something. That people go steal to feed themselves. I feel like that's automatic. But if, you're, if, if your thought process is always inward and you're only worried about yourself, selfish motive, you won't be able to love someone outside of that box. But if you look outward, I feel like that love is a choice. Love is a choice in Any area, the feeling doesn't have to automatically go with it. Um, But I do believe like on the spiritual side, if you're full of. You can say you love yourself or you have bitterness or envy or anything like that. You won't be celebrating someone else. You won't be able to show them the love that you would if you took care of what was in your own heart. If
0: that makes sense. That's good. You guys want to weigh in on that?
1: <laughs> you know, give me a minute. The first great commandment is love the Lord, the God with all that, all that heart, the mind, the soul, and strength. And the second, the second is like unto it to love your neighbor as yourself. So it's, it goes back to me. The whole thing is I have got to love the Lord first. Right. Um, and so kind of like what you were saying. So if I have things in my life that are out of line, he said, if you love me, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So if there's things in my life that are out of line with him, um, I got to take care of those things I, because that allows me then to then love myself more because I love him, which then I can love others. Um, and to do that, again, to do it consistently, to be able to do that, I've, I've got to make sure first and foremost, that's according to the word, I've got to love him. I got to make sure me and him are right. Um, I did a series on this couple years ago about loving God, loving yourself, and loving your neighbor, and like, you know, I've got to have this relationship, I've got to have this relationship, right, and then I've got to have this relationship, right, and um, for me to be able to do that, I've got to make sure I'm not bitter, I'm not prideful, it's not selfishness, Uh, my motives are good, you know, they're being led of God, and all that, for me to truly love um, as he loves me.
0: you still thinking.
3: <laughs> I don't know why this is such a hard question for me. Cuz actually I went I like googled this question as well. And just to see like other people's point of view and they were kind of saying like whoever or whatever you value can be different from somebody else. Like, I'm not sure how to word this. I could feel like I don't deserve any love Or I could feel worthless. But I feel like necessarily I wouldn't think that the other person would deserve that. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I love Marlene. And I may not love myself. But I'm not going to treat her like she's worthless. Because I know she has value. But I think sometimes it's We just don't think we're enough? Maybe? I don't know. That's like the one, yeah.
0: So I could treat her right, but when I get home, I'm really hard on myself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because I've experienced that as soon as she said that. Anybody else experience that? I treat someone else right, but then when I walk away, I'm really hard on myself. That is real. Uh, While you guys were talking, Emily, can you bring me my Bible? I was thinking about a scripture. We'll keep moving, but uh, wow, that's really good. Uh, I'll stop here. Questions? Inputs? Amberly. That's really good because it it almost what you're saying there, it seems like it goes in line with uh, what Pastor was saying. The biggest question on that that I would have, is it temporary or can it be sustained? At some point, at some point you will snap. Interesting.
1: This is good stuff. Uh, That's why it's so important for you to love yourself. Like, again, like, I think we we read those verses a lot of times and we go, yeah, we got to love the Lord and we got to love our neighbors. But it's love your neighbor as yourself. So really, in the order of all that, it's God, yourself and then your neighbor because I've got to be able to love me so that I can wake up every day and be willing to say, okay, this isn't about me right now. You know, I'm on mission. My wife likes to tell me, we're on mission. We're on mission. Because when I get off mission, it's my mission. <laughs> it's what Chris wants, you know. And uh, But to continually be open to, you know, recognizing people and, encouraging them and and seeing where they're at and listening to them and being able to do that. I've gotta be okay with me to be able to do all that. And you guys have gotta be okay with you to do all that. So that's why loving yourself is so very important. It's, and it's not a bad thing. Sorry, I kind of jumped in there on you.
0: No, it's great. Go ahead. Yep, Austin. good which is Amy go ahead nope that's good that's good praise God for his delivering power wow that's beautiful uh, and what a lead in to this next question can I love myself without being self-serving so can I love myself Can it not be selfish, selfish interests, selfish interests, selfish, selfish selfish motives? Can I love myself without it being self-serving? Tell me more, Ryan.
3: All right. Um
0: start you off with the simple, and then they'll, they'll make it better. Yes, to an e- like extent, like, if you're, like, like, only focusing on yourself and, like, nothing else, then, yeah, it'd be selfish. But, like, if you're, yep, we'll stop there. <laughs> to an extent, final answer. Can I love myself without it being
1: self-serving? You guys are so talkative, so um, I'm gonna say yes. Now, uh, you know, we're we're body, soul, spirit, right? There's there's not just one aspect to any of it. We're body, soul, and spirit, and so or body, mind, spirit, whatever you want to say, emotions, all that. Um, so, you know, to lo- if you love something, you care for it, right? And so I need to care for myself. I've got to take care of myself. Uh, people that don't take care of themselves physically, like they get sick, they have diseases, they have all this stuff that goes on in their life. If they don't take care of themselves emotionally, they're 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 dealing with all kinds of stuff. They're always stressed out. They're always they don't want to go out in public. They don't want to be around people. Uh, they're not motivated to do anything. And then of course if you don't. Uh, take care of yourself spiritually, you're going to have sin in your life and, and that we all know where that leads. So, uh, you know, we've, we've you've got to love yourself. The thing is, is if it, like Ryan just said, does it become all about me? Because it's really easy to do that. Um, I, I think you said it too. Like it's, it's our natural desire to take care of this person. Like, we are naturally made to survive. Uh, it's our instincts, like, to, to, to feed myself when I'm, I'll go find food. I've got to find shelter. I've got to have clothing. I've got to have heat uh, in the winter and all that. And, and so we naturally look for those things. So I say all that, like, um, you know, you, you've got to take care of all those aspects of your life. If any of them get out of whack, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pull on the other ones, right? So if I let my physical health go, my emotional health is probably going to get attacked. And then in the midst of that, I'm going to be open probably to a spiritual attack. Or vice versa, if I let my spirit go and I'm just being attacked and I'm doing all this stuff uh, in the spirit that I'm just allowing whatever to happen in my life, my emotions are going to be getting attacked. And that, especially like, For most of us that know the word, and, you know, then the devil can come in and he can condemn you, and that just weighs on your spirit, on your mind, and your emotions, which then causes you to withdraw, which then causes you to sit around and eat ice cream for, you know, 32 days straight, you know, and donuts, and then now you got diabetes. It's all part of that. You know, loving myself, you know, I keep talking about the spiritual side of it, but it's also... The physical side, like I love myself by exercising. I'm taking care of my physical body, uh, which then helps my mental state, which then helps me in my spiritual state. And so uh, now, again, I can get so wrapped up in all that stuff where it's all just about me. I could spend 12 hours a day studying the word and praying. So I'm growing closer to God. I'm growing closer to God. I'm growing closer to God. But I'm not doing anything to share that with anybody. Or I'm not doing that, anything to go out and be a light in this world where everybody else is hurting and all that. But, yeah, me and God are doing real good. But I ain't doing anything for anybody else. It's just about me and God, me and God. So in any one of those areas, you know, we can get. Is I think if our motives are good and we're keeping our perspective in it, then, yeah, you can totally love yourself. I would say you need to love yourself. Just don't allow it to become self-serving, where it's all about me, 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 me.
2: I agree with that. Um, again, I had to think of, um, in Proverbs, when it talks about you gain wisdom, is the, don't quote me on this, but it, it pro, is the person that loves his own soul. Wisdom wisdom is good, and it helps me, but if I gain that, if I take care of me getting wisdom, hopefully that'll spread out to everybody else. I don't sleep for three days, and yet I'm supposed to go hang out with my family. Believe me, they'll benefit if I go love myself and take a 12-hour nap. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, I I believe, yes, you can can love without being self-serving, I guess.
4: I think, um, you know, God is love. And if we got Christ in us, what is love? It's patient, it's kind. And so that's always my love test. Like, am I being patient? Am I being kind? And this is, am I doing all these things, not just for others, but am I doing all these things for myself too? Um, Am I holding no record of wrongdoing? (laughs) Like, it's a lot of, I don't know, the love test for me often gets me. And so, um, because I feel like it's a rewiring of, you know, for 20-something years, I didn't live, I, I didn't live for Jesus. And then I came into a walk with God. And so I think I have to question every philosophy I have in my mind. Does it line up with the word of God? Because once again, like the love that was in the world is this self-help love, which is more me-centered love, where I feel like God is saying like, no, 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 I'm love. (laughs) And the more that you become like me, uh, the more that you can be patient, kind, all these things.
2: talking about that uh, makes me think about have you ever been angry with someone and you kind of just want to keep the anger because what they did was wrong what they it makes you feel better like I don't want to talk to that person and I'll hold the grudge and they'll know I'm angry with them for me to love myself in that situation I have to humble myself and get rid of that that's not self-serving I don't feel like that's loving myself enough. Other people will uh, will benefit from that. When your love is self-serving, I think it is—it's a love that only you you benefit from. Um, I think.
0: It's good. 1 John 4, 16, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. We all know how much God loves us, right? He died for us, right? Like Lily just said, God is love is the next part of that scripture. And the next part of that scripture says, and he dwelleth, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. So it's interesting how all this is, is connected. Like, okay, can I love myself? Or can I not love myself and love others? And then in, in going in even deeper than that, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. Is it possible to dwell in God and love someone else but not love myself? Because the scripture says, he that dwelleth. So if you dwell in something, you live there. So if you dwell in something, you live there. So he that lives in love lives in God. And the next part of the scripture, and God in him. I thought that was a really interesting scripture. Uh, Jamie was driving home from church one night, and, and he called me, and I was out here in the lobby, and he says, hey, something just hit me. And he quoted one scripture in here, and this is when, thank you, Jamie, this is when I really got to hunting, John, 1 John 4. Uh, he said, we love him because he first loved us. You want to tell them what you told me about that? I'll butcher it. <laughs> but he said, if I remember right, he said, uh, "We love him. We love God because He first loved us." So he 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 kind of alluded to you know uh, loving loving others, right? Because it's easy to love others because he if we love others. Jamie, I'm butchering this. I told you. <laughs> How did you say that? We should have wrote it down. <laughs> it's in the archives. We love him because he first loved us. If I remember right, it was something about people seeing love in us and being drawn to that. Ah. Uh, well, while he's thinking of that, because I forgot, um, let's conclude here. Final thoughts. Go ahead, Lily. Way well,
4: in. And something that Amberly said, I think, man, parenting is teaching me. It's humbling me and it's teaching me so many things. Amen. And I remember when my 22 year old, like a parent, hurts when they see their child. Not believing themselves, not loving themselves, not, you know, because as a parent, you think they're the greatest thing in the world. So like as God who <laughs> created us, I don't know, I just sometimes get a glimpse of just like how much God is looking down and saying like, baby girl, baby boy, like I fearfully and wonderfully created you. Like why, why would you not love yourself? Um and so that's where I feel like, I don't know, parenting sometimes shows you just a glimpse as to the love of the Father, and that's the kind of love that he's like, if you could just receive it, if you could just receive it, then you can give it, because I think it's sometimes hard to give, yeah, what Pastor said, to give what you don't have.
0: That's such a good parallel with parenting. I have been, you guys, I have been wrecked in my parenting. I've done it all wrong. Done it all wrong. No, not really. But I don't know. Well, maybe my kids will say, yes, you have. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm such a work in progress. Uh, closing thoughts, closing remarks you guys would like to share about this topic. Love thy neighbor as thyself.
1: I think again just the importance of this and, and being intentional about it you know I, I think like as I look around this and I know you guys like we're so many of us are givers and, and, and we give and we serve and we give of ourselves for the kingdom and for other people and our families and so many different ways that we give but We've, we've got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in that, and that's okay. It's okay. Uh, and if you struggle with that, it, you know, a lot of it goes back to your identity in the kingdom. It goes back to understanding that the way my father sees me, because I can get really skewed. I can start beating Chris up real quick. You know, I can, I can start nitpicking every little thing in my life and how I should be doing this better or I shouldn't be doing that or whatever and and you know when I look at the way that God loves us man you you need to understand who who you are to him and when you understand how important you are to him you know again that song at the very that we were singing uh yeah, you are enough, so I am enough, or however that chorus went. We, we were singing, or whatever you call that burst, chorus, bridge, bridge thingy. <laughs> you know, because he is enough, I'm enough, or whatever it was, something like that. Uh, you know, because he first loved me. I can love him, but I can also love myself, because I know he loves me. And, you know, when, you, when, you, when we understand who we are, our identity, uh, if we get our identity from him, man, it just makes life a lot easier. It makes stress and all the stuff that goes on and that comes at us, it just makes it a lot easier to kind of go through that and not get so totally messed up in it. Because, you know, life happens, right? So... Work on loving yourselves. (laughs) Make sure you're working on that. Make sure you're being intentional to do it. Not just spiritually, but physically and emotionally. say right off the first two things that pop in my head are, one, get in the word. And, and, you know, we read the word a lot of times, and I even ask myself, do I truly believe what I'm reading right now? I say I do, but do I? And then, two, sit down and have those talks with the Lord. God, help me to love me myself the way you love me. Show me what that looks like. He'll show you. He'll show you, Nick. He'll, he'll help you do that. But you've got to sit down and have those conversations with him and spend the time with him. I don't, those are just things that popped in my head real quick. Um, Faith cometh by hearing and hear by the word of God. Speak that word over your life. Declare it to yourself, Nick. I am loved. I am loved. I am loved by the Father. And there's nothing wrong with that because it's in the Word. And so speak that over yourself. Speak it until it gets faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Keep speaking it in yourself till it grows up in you. Oh, man, all this stuff popping in my head right now. Go ahead. I,
2: uh, I have to think about you literally have to learn to be okay with you. You have to be okay with everything that you've done in life because we've all messed up. We all have, we could have done better, but you have to learn to be okay with you. Um, I feel like as a woman, I don't know, I feel like a lot of women feel like this. You want to be the most beautiful. You want a, a guy to love you and think you're the most beautiful woman on the planet, but most of us are like wildflowers. It's okay. We're not the rose. But when you learn to be okay with with who I am, I d- it's not about the beauty, who I am inside. I feel like you can learn that God loves you no matter how, how you are. He formed you. Once you get that, I feel like it's okay. It doesn't matter what other people think.
4: I would say, I mean, great question. Because I, I think so many times, We say things, and I've appreciated your feedback of, like, what does that even mean? What does that look like? (laughs) You know? So thank you, because I I don't think you're the only one thinking that. Um, I remember when I got into my walk with God, something that my pastor said is, Lily, acknowledge the way that you look at, the way that your natural father was with you. So my natural father was a good father. You can't view God like that. Because so many times, like, our, our mind, once again, it, it, for me, it's been a reprogramming of my mind. My mind wants to see that when I did good, he loved me. When I did bad, he, you're in time out. <laughs> you're like, go to your room, whatever, la chancla, whatever it was, like, you're in trouble. And so, um, God's not like that. It hurts him, you know? It hurts him and disappoints but he's like, baby girl, come here. What happened? <laughs> like what happened you know and so learning to cultivate my walk with God in terms of relationship beyond church beyond uh you need the body don't get me wrong (laughs) you need the body but man, what's going to keep us in the last days is a daily walk with God. And that is literally learning to hear his voice. So I would encourage my last thoughts were study First John, one, two, three, four. You know, I think there's five. One, two, three, four, five. Because <laughs> he was called the beloved of God. And all he talks about, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. But love this. If you're going to love God but you're going to hate your brother, that's not real love. <laughs> and so like I hear that and I just feel like God's saying like don't view me the way you view your earthly father cuz my love is so much greater than that.
0: Selena, Ryan, any last thoughts? <laughs> Go ahead.
3: I guess when, when I heard you um, ask the question I was actually thinking of Jaira as well if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor how much more will he love you how much more will he clothe you and I think for me, I can relate a lot with, like, lyrics. Um,
0: yeah. Quote it, Selena, Ephesians 5.29. Speaking. Quote it.
3: <laughs> I, I know it, but I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs>
0: She's on the spot. The whole worship team knows it. Speaking to yourselves in songs and hymns, singing. Uh, In spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No. All right, we're going to close with that. I'm going to invite you, as we close, I want to invite you to stand. Uh, Nick, what an awesome question. And I'm just going to throw in two cents here, if that's all right. Um, This is something, Nick, I've really been personally been working on, because I haven't been like this before in, in my past. Uh, I'm sorry, First Corinthians 13, so in verse 4, charity suffers long, so love suffers long. Uh, how many in here have been, you, you've been through a certain situation, it's made you really mad at yourself because of how you handled it, and you're like, I wish I can, yeah, <laughs> no, that's right, but it says charity suffers long. So loving yourself could could it could this could this apply? Charity suffers long and is kind. Can you be kind to yourself? Charity envies not. It doesn't go after other people's love, self-love. I tell the youth sometimes, it doesn't go after social media covetousness covetousness is covetousness and it doesn't matter and people like to label social media it's everywhere covetousness is covetousness you can walk out of here and covet how the the bushes are cut covetousness is covetousness it's social media is an easy tool to compare yourself but doth not behave unseemly it seeks not her own seeks not her own I wonder if sometimes, if we don't love ourselves, if we're being selfish, if we're hard, too hard on ourselves, if we're not kind to ourselves, if we're being selfish, uh, is not easily provoked, I'm quick to respond in frustration or anger. All right. I'm gonna thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity but rejoices in truth. And rejoices in truth. That's who I am. That's who God, I love, I think, Lily, you said it. I am fearfully, Jeremiah, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Everybody's unique. Everyone's unique. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Bears all things. I bear my past. I bear it. It's a cross I carry. Seth preached such a beautiful message, uh, unwalked valleys, and talked about our past and how God wants us to walk through those valleys with Him. When those thoughts pop back up in our heads, we walk through them with God. I think that's all part of loving ourselves. It bears all things. It believes all things, because it rejoices in truth, hopes all things endures all things, man, how many of us can say in our own personal life, because everyone's different, I feel like there's been times in my life I've been through all hell.